Welcome to Podcast Homilies for Morning Prayer. I'm Father Ron Shipley, President and Founder of the Anglican Internet Church, Inc. This new series is part of the AIC's continuing celebration of its second decade on the web. These Podcast Homilies for Morning Prayer are based upon the appointed readings in the list of Psalms and Lessons for the Christian Year, which you can find on pages X to XLI in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer, using primarily the first pairing, which always includes a gospel reading as the second lesson. The second or third pairings of psalms and lessons are used only where necessary to avoid repeated reading of the same psalm in the series. Other variations from these general guidelines are pointed out in individual podcasts. These homilies include reading and commentary on the appointed psalm or psalms and summary commentary on the first and second lessons. For those listeners not familiar with Anglican liturgies, the text for the Psalter in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer is derived from Miles Coverdale's Great Bible of 1539 and not the King James Version. This is because by the time the King James Version, commonly called the KJV, was published in 1611 using a new translation based upon the Masoretic verse, the Coverdale translation was so well accepted among the people who had heard it regularly in services for 70 years that the prayer book's editors retained the Coverdale text for the Psalms but substituted the King James Version text for all other scripture. Podcast listeners are encouraged to visit my Father Ron's blog page on the AIC website where I post a an illustration for the uh, appropriate psalm, in this case Psalm 1. In the blog posting, I explain the difference in numbering between St. Jerome's Vulgate Bible, printed in Latin, and the version used in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer derived from the 1549 Book of Common Prayer. In the Vulgate version, based upon Jerome's translation, which was made the official Bible of the Roman Catholic Church in the 16th century, Psalm 8 and Psalm 9 were one psalm, therefore all the psalms from 10 to 150 are off by one number. Coverdale provided a helpful transition by including each psalm's opening words in Latin, which still appear in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer. The psalm reading appointed for Septuagesima Sunday is Psalm 1, paired with Psalm 18, verses 21 to 35. The opening words in Vulgate Latin are Beatus Fir qui non habit. Blessed is the man that hath not walked in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stood in the way of sinners, and hath not sat in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law will he exercise himself day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the waterside that will bring forth his fruit in due season. His leaf also shall not wither. And look, whatsoever he doeth, it shall prosper. As for the ungodly, it is not so with them. But they are like the chaff which the wind scattereth away from the face of the earth. Therefore the ungodly shall not be able to stand in the judgment, neither the sinners in the congregation of the righteous. But the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, 
and the way of the ungodly shall perish. Psalm 1 is commonly known as the two ways psalm. The authorship of Psalm 1 is uncertain. The anonymous psalmist divides mankind into two groups and describes their behaviors or their ways. The way of the righteous who obey God's law and the way of the ungodly who defy it. St. Basil the Great called the opening words of Psalm 1 a gate of entrance into blessedness, saying they opened the way for Christians toward, quote, the destruction of evil. Psalm 1 might be said to hold the key to understanding the rest of the book of Psalms. In it, the tone is set for the rest of the Psalter, throughout which are prayers and words of praise for the righteous, whose, quote, delight is in the law of the Lord, unquote, in verse 2, and who walk in the Lord's path by keeping his statutes and seeking his guidance. The same theme is also evident in four other psalms, including Psalm 25, verses 3 to 5 and verse 9, Psalm 86, verse 11a, Psalm 119, verses 1 to 4, 33, 35, 47, 48, 105 and 168, and finally, Psalm 128, verse 1. The traditional translation of blessed in verse 1 contrasts sharply in theological meaning with the modern translation into happy. Other similar usages are found in Psalm 2, verse 12b, Psalm 40, verse 5, Psalm 41, 1, Psalm 112, 1, Psalm 119, verses 1 and 2, and Psalm 128, 1 in each of which a state of blessedness results from the three actions described in Psalm 1, either walking, standing, or sitting in the way of the righteous, or not doing so in the way of the ungodly, and by always putting their trust in the Lord. In Psalm 146, verse 2, the same idea is expressed in reverse. Put not your trust in princes, nor in any child of man, for there is no help in them. Luther O. Emerson put the words of Psalm 1 into song in Blessed is He Who Loves God's Precepts, written in 1868. It is hymn 876 in the St. Chrysostom Hymnal. For a detailed analysis of this and other uses of blessed be, blessed is, blessed are, and other uses of blessed in the Psalms, see part 3. Blessed is the man, dot, 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 pages 31 to 62 in the AIC bookstore publication, Christian Spirituality and Anglican Perspective. The second reading, psalm reading, is Psalm 18, verses 21 to 35. Psalm 18 is one of the longest psalms. The full psalm's opening words in Vulgate Latin are diligum te domine. The Lord rewardeth me after my righteous dealing. According to the cleanness of my hands did he recompense me. Because I have kept the ways of the Lord and have not forsaken my God as the wicked doth. For I have an eye unto all his laws and will not cast out his commandments from me. I was also uncorrupt before him and eschewed mine own wickedness. Therefore the Lord rewarded me after my righteous dealings, and according unto the cleanness of my hands in his eyesight. 
With the holy thou shalt be holy, and with the perfect man thou shalt be perfect. With the clean thou shalt be clean, and with the froward thou shalt be froward. For thou shalt save the people that are in adversity, and shall bring down the high looks of the proud. There also shall light my candle, the Lord my God shall make my darkness to be light. For in thee I shall discomfit an host of men, and with the help of my God I shall leap over the wall. The way of God is an undefiled way. The word of the Lord is also tried in the fire. He is the defender of all them that put their trust in him. For who is God but the Lord? Or who hath any strength except our God? It is God that girdeth me with strength of war, and maketh my way perfect. He maketh my feet like the heart's feet, and setteth me up on high. He teacheth mine hands to fight, and mine arms shall bend even a bow of steel. These verses are also read in Monday after 22nd Sunday after Trinity, and on Tuesday after Quinquagesima Sunday. The reason for their selection is clear. The repetition of the theme of the differences between the ungodly or the undefiled and the ungodly or wicked and the absolute sovereignty of God, described as the defender of all them which put their trust in him, for who is God but the Lord, or who hath any strength except our God, which is verses 31b and 32. For the full text and commentary on the entirety of Psalm 18, see pages 36 to 40 in our bookstore publication, The Prayer Book Psalter, History Text and Commentary. The book also includes a glossary of every person, place, geographical feature, and event mentioned in the Psalms. The first lesson for Septuagesima Sunday is Ezekiel 3, verses 4 to 11, which include references to the prophet as the Son of Man and an explanation of his duty to teach that which the Lord instructed, whether received favorably or not. The second lesson is Matthew 5, verses 1 to 16, which is Matthew's account of Jesus' speaking the Beatitudes and other verses from the Sermon on the Mount. Ezekiel is the subject of Part 2, Chapter 3 in our bookstore publication, The Writing Prophets of the Old Testament. The Sermon on the Mount is discussed and illustrated in Chapter 5 of another bookstore publication, The Gospel of Matthew, Annotated and Illustrated. For more on the Jessima, as I call it, or pre-Lenten season, see the AIC seasonal video series of the same name, including the origin and meaning of the name, its place on the church calendar, and differences between its celebration in the Anglican tradition and in other denominations. This series is presented in two episodes, each of which is linked from the digital library page with podcast version linked from the podcast archive page. The closing prayer is the Collect for Septuagesima Sunday, adapted by Archbishop Cranmer from the Gregorian Sacramentary for the 1549 Book of Common Prayer. O God, we beseech thee favorably to hear the prayers of thy people, that we who are justly punished for our offenses may be mercifully delivered by thy goodness 
for the glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Savior, who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Ghost ever, one God, world without end. Amen. Until next time, may the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. We invite you to visit our website and make use of its resources at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net.